house of the Lord this morning. Tell your neighbor, mighty glad you made it out the church this morning. Oh, so glad to see you all out in the church this morning because it is cold outside today, isn't it? <laughs> but it is certainly warm in here. But I'm glad that everybody can make it out to church today. Tell your neighbor, mighty um, glad to see you again. And we're going to go on to God in prayer. Lord, we say thank you for bringing us into the church this morning. Nice and safe, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, for just the simple things like uh, your presence, um, the heat, the electricity, God. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you, God, for just calling us with a mind to just wake up and serve you, God. And we're just, just so honored to be here, Lord. Just one more time in the house of the Lord. We know you have a wonderful word for us today, God. So we're just asking you, Lord, to just come into our hearts and speak into our minds as we get this word this morning. Warm us up on the inside, Lord. Warm our spirits up, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Warm us up today. And we ask you, Lord, to bless us with your presence, your Holy Spirit in this place. God, we came out here at 9 degree weather for a purpose, and it was to hear your word and to give you praise, Lord. So we just honor you, and we just give you glory. And as we have people coming in today, Lord, to give them safe travel and mercies, Lord, calling your church today, calling your, your church in the church, online, wherever, all around the world, to hear your voice. We need a word in our word, in our world today, God. We're praying that your word goes throughout the world today. Today, Lord, not tomorrow, but today. Let somebody be saved today. Let somebody come up higher today in you. And all these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And once again, so glad to see everybody out. If you are in our service and you're a visitor, we have some visitor cards in the back. We want to welcome you as well online. We just say good morning to you. You can fill out a chat box. You can um, give us a like. And you can go to our about page, um, about links on our app, New Life at Calvary app. You can go to NLAC.tv. And also, we can fill out information there. Is anybody ready to give God praise today?
Praise God. Praise God. Have you come into the house to worship him this morning? Praise God. We are now going to be blessed with the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King um, moment of recognition by James and Dallas Taylor.
some time to enjoy as a youth here in Atlanta years ago, coming back across the Atlantic with an English accent of the sea. Javits and Senator Kennedy's loss in the dances, which we created. Praise God. Something's going on with the video, so we will try that later. But James and Dallas did work really hard to get the And we do praise God for Martin Luther King's life. The video that you all were supposed to see, he, he was speaking to a group of high school students, and he explained to them that everyone needs certain things in their life's blueprint and one of those things was a somebodyness you need to know that you are somebody and then he also spoke about being excellent in everything you do some of you all may have heard him say he said don't just be a a negro uh, doctor or a negro teacher or a negro nurse be the best nurse the best doctor, the best even street sweeper that you can possibly be. So that was that speech, and it was really a profound moment, especially since he was speaking to young people in high school. So hopefully we'll get to see that sometime today. But please, uh, one of the things that James and Dallas is going to conclude with is that tomorrow, the youth, youth will be going out for MLK Day to uh, the museums, and they invite you to the field trip with them. All right, Saints, well, thank you again for helping us to recognize Dr. King today. We're going to be blessed now with our scripture reading, I believe. Pastor Antonio. Yes, I'll read the scripture again. Praise God. <laughs> our scripture, our Old Testament scripture is taken from the book of Proverbs, chapter 12, verse 20 through 27. Deceit is in the hearts of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. No harm overtakes the righteous, but the wicked have their field of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. The prudent keep their knowledge to themselves, but a fool's heart blurts out folly. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy do not roast any game, but the diligent feed on the riches of the hunt. Praise God. Our New Testament reading is taken from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. 
Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay evil anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Praise God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. Amen. Does anyone know what time it is? It's offering time. It's offering time, praise God. And what do we say? back to God in the form of in the form of our tithes and offerings. God has been so generous to us and we here at New Life at Calvary, we can count ourselves amongst those who call themselves Presbyterians, praise God. And as Presbyterians, we get a special treat every year. And what is that called? Per capita. Hallelujah. We love to support our denomination, and as Presbyterians, we all agree to send about $29 per person to pay our per capita to support our denomination. So you can turn your per capita in. You can also turn in your pledge sheets, praise God. Today is the second Sunday of the month, praise God, and our second Sunday special offering goes to support our prison ministry. So if you're able to give a little extra, please give to the prison ministry. Those of you that are joining us online, you can um, join in the offering today by going ahead and to our cash app, put in that uh, dollar sign, the number two NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. You can also go to our website, www.nlac.tv, or you can mail in your offering to 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. As our ushers come forward, let us pray. Gracious and holy, holy, holy God, we stand in awe of who you are in our lives. There are so many times, Holy Spirit, when you have seen us through when you have blessed us and provided for us, Lord. We all know, Lord, that we face some challenging moments. When we look at our bank accounts, when we look at our checkbooks, when we look at our circumstances, and Lord, the money doesn't seem to be there. But praise God, hallelujah, Lord, you always make sure we have more than enough, Lord. So Lord, calm our fears, calm our hearts, help us to trust in you and obey in you, Lord, and to give to you of our very first, Lord, each and every time, Lord. Even when we're doubtful and we have concerns, help us to joyfully give to you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for these tithes and these offerings, and we pray that you will bless those that have given. Bless those that have a heart to give, Holy Spirit, and amplify, Lord, this offering today. 
In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. Let us uh, be blessed by the praise team singing, We Shall Overcome.
such a beautiful song. It's such a connecting song, connecting us to our past and to those who have come before us. I always think about the sacrifices that so many made on our behalf. And even though the world isn't perfect and everything isn't like what we would desire it to be, we know that it is better, amen? We know that it's better. Let's take a moment to pray. Gracious and holy God, we just thank you, Lord, that you have given us so many different opportunities. We thank you, Lord, for all those that have come before us, that worked hard, that strove, Lord, to make a difference in this world. We pray, Holy Spirit, that we can be the same type of people, that we can carry our batons well, Lord, that we can run our race. So, Holy Spirit, we would pray that you would continue to open our minds and our hearts, Lord, as we reflect on the message that you have for each and every one of us today. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Tell your neighbor, it is cold outside. to stay in the bed today, amen. Every single one was waiting for that call and said, Pastor Kelly, we still gonna have church? Y'all, it took me a minute to get out of bed this morning too, I must confess. But I do believe that the Lord wants us to gather as often as we can, even on difficult, challenging days like Cleveland's weather. We have honestly been blessed if you think about it, because we all know we should have had a lot more snow, a lot more ice, and a lot more bad days. So we can be grateful that uh, <laughs> this is as bad as it's gotten, amen, but it is cold outside. Hassan and I spent hours over here yesterday trying to get this building warm. We had doors closed, trying to keep the heat in. <laughs> And one door opened, all the heat went out. <laughs> so get a little close to your neighbor. Tell them I'm trying to get some heat. <laughs> so last week we started a series called Better New Year, Better You. Praise God. And does anybody remember what the, the subtopic was? What did we learn about last week? Better priorities. And we learned about keeping the main thing, the main thing, putting God first, right? And so today we're going to be continuing on this journey of a better new year and a better you. And we all know that if we are connected to God, our life is better, right? Would you say that your life is better or worse since you met Jesus? Better. I hope it's better. <laughs> We can all certainly say that the way of Jesus Christ is the best way to live. Even though it always doesn't feel that way, most of us who have walked with Jesus for long enough know we would rather be with Jesus than without Jesus, right? Life is better with Jesus. So last week we talked about priorities and putting God first and we learned that scripture that says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. You see, we learned that if we get that backwards, then everything in our lives will suffer. So knowing that God comes first is the priority, right? Yeah. 
So today we're talking about relationships and having better relationships. All of you all last week said you want to have a better relationship. Is that still the same? Yes. Who do you want to have a better relationship with? Christ. Christ? Anybody else? Family. Family? Right. Anybody in particular? Y'all like, I ain't put my business on the street. <laughs> James, who would you like to have a better relationship with? Oh, Auntie Whitney, good. <laughs> I would like you to have a better relationship with Auntie Whitney, too. Anybody else specific? You want to have a better relationship with your husband or your children or your next door neighbor? I would like to have a relationship. I would just like to have a relationship with my next door neighbors. We pass each other all day, every day, but really don't have a, a real relationship with each other. Anybody can testify to that? <laughs> you see your neighbors, but you don't know your neighbors. What about your coworkers? No. <laughs> I can confess, Gail would like to have a better relationship with me. <laughs> and I would like to have a better relationship with her too, amen. <laughs> what about schoolmates? Yes? Yes. Who in school, Zadaya? Everybody. Everybody in school. Your teachers, your classmates. School is tough, right? How many of y'all would sometimes think if the other person would just change, things would be better? <laughs> if that other person would stop being funny acting, if that other person would stop having a bad attitude, if that other person would just do something different, our relationship would be better, right? Truly, all of us have probably learned some point in life that we can't change anybody but who? Ourselves. The only person that I can truly make better is who? Me. As much as I would like to go around and tweak all of you all and everybody else in my life to be the perfect image of what I would like you to be, I don't have that power, do I? And thank God I do not. <laughs> but all of us are waiting for the other person to change. But the only person that we can truly control is who again? Us. The only person that we can make better, the only person that we can fix is ourselves. There's a, a book by a man named Dale Carnegie, and he wrote a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he gave some basic advice. Some things he said was become interested in another person. Be genuine about being interested in other people. Are you all interested in what other people are doing? I mean, not to be nosy. <laughs> There's that saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. One thing, one point of advice that he gave was to smile. How many of you all like to smile? All right. <laughs> If you want to draw others to you, light up your face with a smile, amen? Remember names. We talked about this before, haven't we? Hearing a person get your name right is one of the sweetest sounds you could ever hear, praise God. Do you like when people say your name correctly? Do you like when people forget who you are? No. <laughs> 
Another way that he advises us is he says, be a good listener. Who would say they're a good listener? All of us might be somewhat telling the truth. <laughs> Sometimes when people get to talking, oh, they go on and on and on and on and on. I love my parents. My mother and my stepfather crack me up. The older the kid they get, the longer they seem to talk. <laughs> and so, hey, right, right, right on my Change. 
But what's, the, what's again going to happen? We can only do what? Work on ourselves. Say this with me. I can do better. We can do better. We all can do better. How many of us know that we can all be more patient, more kind, more loving, more generous, right? But it's hard to do that when other people don't act the same way toward us, right? I mean, you all, I'm sure you start your day, you get up in the morning and you are ready to be super kind, right? Now the problem is the first person you encounter got a bad attitude. And you looking at them and you know you're supposed to be trying to be kind and patient and they still got a bad attitude. So you try to, you know, love on them and they still got a bad attitude. Then all of a sudden you you take that Christian hat off and you're like, oh, I'm done with that. <laughs> I am done with that. I'm going to meet you where you meet me. I'm going to give back what I'm getting. Anybody ever did that? <laughs> it is hard to be a Christian. Tell your neighbor it's hard to be a Christian. <laughs> so in our Old Testament reading today from the book of Proverbs chapter 12 verse 26 it says one who is righteous. Say that with me. One who is righteous is a guide to his or her neighbor but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The word righteous is our focus because we talked about righteous in our scripture last week. Most of us struggle to understand and define what the word righteousness means. What does righteousness mean? Right? What'd you say, Hassan? Right actions. Right standards. Right standing. Right thoughts. Intentional. Anybody else? Right attitude. Right, attitude. <laughs> right direction, praise God. Righteousness in the Bible actually actually means one who is right. Say that with me. One who is right. Now I know some of y'all might get excited because you think you're always right. Anybody always think they're right? <laughs> Thank you, James, for being honest. Because <laughs> I know I'm one. I always think I'm right. <laughs> Praise God. But here at the beginning of that definition, one who is always right. Is any human on this planet always right? No. Absolutely not. Tell your neighbor, you are always wrong. <laughs> there is only one who is always right. Who is the one? God is the one who is always right. Jesus Christ, when he walked this planet, never made one error. And he was right about every single thing he said and did. Praise God. You see, well, have you all ever heard about being the righteousness of Jesus Christ? Sometimes Paul is kind of flamboyant with his terms. and stuff. You can't even understand what he's talking about most of the time. He talks about the righteousness of Christ. And what does that mean to be the righteousness of Christ? You see, this is the most important part today. Jesus traded his perfection, his righteousness, because he was always right, correct? 
He traded that for our sin. He took the sin and gave us his righteousness. Isn't that amazing? He died so that he could take on our sin and give up his righteousness. And then we took on the righteousness and we gave up our sin. That is a gift of Christ. We become right, not because of us, but because we connect to the relationship to the one who is always right. That's how we become righteous. That's how we develop righteousness is being in relationship with Jesus Christ. Say being in relationship. You see, we cannot ever, tell your neighbor, you cannot ever achieve righteousness without Christ. That's it. You cannot, none of us can achieve righteousness without Christ. When we surrender our lives to Jesus Christ, that becomes our most important relationship. Why? Because he died for all of us. I mean, that in and of itself, Jesus died so you can live and have life. That's enough to say, hey, you're the most important. Because who on this planet has died for you? Jesus. Only Jesus, right? Did anybody else die for you? Did anybody else make the offer to die for you? No, they have not. Jesus died for us. And that relationship becomes so important that we begin to live better lives. Tell your neighbor, I want a better life. I was listening to this woman. She was speaking about what it means to be in recovery. Anybody ever been through any type of recovery where you maybe had a physical recovery, an addiction recovery, an alcohol recovery, anything like that, praise God, some have. And she shared it is important for the church to be a safe place for recovery. She said, sometimes when you go to church and they in there, they want to do everything the world do. They want to dance like the world dance. They want to sing like the world they sing. And she said, no, I can't go in there. She said, because when I get inside, it triggers me to want to go back and do the things I used to do. And she spoke of how coming to the church has to look different than the rest of the world. Because when she comes to the church and she sees righteousness, when she sees holiness, when she sees things that are not in the world, she can stick with her recovery. I had never thought about that until I heard her speaking. Sometimes we come to church and people are like, oh, it's just boring. They singing them hymns again. They saying them long prayers again. But to somebody who's been in the world and they trying to hold on to the light and get out of the darkness. Those hymns are everything they need to hear. Those prayers are everything they need to hear. Those people that seem dull and boring are everybody that they need to be around. Have you ever been around a Christian that you just really like being around? Praise God. Thank you, James. Thank you for pointing at me. Praise God. <laughs> being around somebody that gives you energy and inspiration. I think all of us can agree Pastor Toby is one of those people, amen? 
me. Be faithful in prayer. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction. Share with the Lord's people. I want us to really think about having meaningful relationships with one another. What do you expect right now today from your loved ones? Does anybody expect anything from your loved ones? Do you expect love? What do you expect? You expect their love. Respect. Respect. What did you say, Joseph? Church, praise God. Well, I hope you invited your daughter to come to church, praise God. There is a deep connection that is made when we are a part of God's family. Amen? Remember when I was reading that, that those statements from that first article and I said things like smile, you know, think about others. The opposite of that, in a different article, this was written in, a, in the book, The Daily Walk, in 1993. It says, this is advice on how to be miserable. How to be miserable. You see, because if you don't choose God's way, you're going to choose a way. Think about it. Would you like to go around every day only thinking about yourselves? How about use the word I all day, every day? I did this and I did that and it's all about me. Who wants to be that person? <laughs> How about do you want to expect to be appreciated all day, every day? Everything you do, you want somebody to say, oh, you did a good job. Oh, look at that. Look how you did that. You want somebody to brag on every little thing you did. No. You tied your shoes. Hallelujah. You tied your shoes. <laughs> you showered the snow. Ooh, I like the way you put that line in the snow today. <laughs> you went to work. You got there on time. Somebody, somebody cheer. I'm at work on time. <laughs> Do you expect to be continually appreciated all day, every day? How about, why don't you be that person that's constantly suspicious? Constantly suspicious. Everybody up to get you. Somebody stabbing you in the back every moment of the day. <laughs> well, why don't you be the person that's jealous and envious? You want everything everybody else got. Somebody got new shoes for Christmas. You want them same new shoes. Your neighbor got a new car. You want a new car. Somebody got a raise, you want a raise. What about being sensitive to every single slight that comes your way? Every somebody says something and you immediately offended. Somebody does something and, and it had to be because they didn't like you. How about you be the person that never forgives a criticism? Somebody tell you something they didn't like about you and you gonna hold on to it for dear life. <laughs> How about trusting nobody but yourself? You don't have to trust anybody but you. How about you insist on respect? You gonna respect me no matter what. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Don't y'all want to be these kind of people? No, you want to demand agreement. Somebody has to agree with your view and your way, and that's just the end of it. <laughs> How about 
decide to sulk and people are not grateful to you, you're just going to sulk. I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to be quiet. And I'm going to sit here and sulk until you figure out what's wrong with me. <laughs> How about you never forget the service that you have done? Like you keep a tally. I did this for you and you still haven't done anything for me. You want to be that person? How about you do as little as possible for others? What about that? <laughs> well, I just know some of you all in here want to live a life where you can be jealous, envious, hateful, unforgiving, unkind, disloyal, fake, gossipy, untrustworthy, hypocritical, and cynical. Come on now, somebody be honest. You know you want that. Anybody? <laughs> you see, since you all don't want those lives, if you don't want those characteristics, then you are already saying, I can do better. I want to be a better me. I want a better new year and a better me. We have to take the opposite route. Tell your neighbor, take the opposite route. And focus more on others than we do on ourselves. Be the type of friend. Be the type of spouse. Be the type of child. Be the type of relationship that you want to have. You got to reflect it in yourself. Amen? Amen. Better you, better new year. Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, Jesus, you are our greatest example for building better relationships. You were the standard Holy Spirit for living a life of humility and service, Lord Jesus. While you were here on this earth, you only thought about us. You didn't think about your own needs, your own wants, your own desires, Lord. You came here completely to surrender yourselves for yourself for us. So gracious God, help us to take on your righteousness. Help us to live our lives like you live your life. Help us to demonstrate to others how to love, how to be humble, how to be kind, how to be patient, how to be forgiving. Lord, we make this commitment to you in this new year that you would help us to be the best versions of ourselves that we could possibly be. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Let us all rise, saints, and we're going to join the praise team and we're going to sing, I will trust in the Lord. And while we're singing, I will trust in the Lord. The doors of the church are open. If you would like prayer for this year and your family and your relationships, we invite you to come forward. And the pastors and lay pastors and elders, we will pray with you and, and pray over your family with you. Praise God.
if you all could be seated for a few moments, we're going to, I think we have uh, Jenny online. Jenny, you there? Are you there, Jenny? Jenny, are you there? You can talk. Yeah, she's here. Hi. Hi, Jenny. Well, Jenny is celebrating her 92nd birthday, Woo! praise God. And we committed to celebrate their 90, their birthdays and to uh, honor their lives. If you look in the bulletin, uh, Ruth and Pastor Antonio have created a beautiful bio of Jenny and it talks about her uh, coming to Cleveland and she used to work at a five and dime store and it talks about her working in the Cleveland Public School. She worked at Hazeldale and Mary Bethune and she was married to Bernard Barn and uh, they were married in 1954, praise God, and they have one daughter, Valerie, and two grandchildren, Elisha and Evan. Uh, Jenny says that when she purchased her home in 1960, she's lived and lived there for 61 years. When they bought their home, it was $10,500, and the house note was $98. <laughs> they paid their home off in 15 years. They were married for 53 years and they almost made it 54, but he, her husband passed away of cancer shortly before the 54th wedding anniversary. Jenny likes to read, do word search puzzles, pray, study God's word. Jenny is a reader, y'all. She sends all kinds, but she makes sure we are readers too, praise God. She sends us all kinds of reading material. She supports our youth. She was initially part of the Phillips Presbyterian Church. When that closed, she became a member of First Presbyterian Church for 23 years. Then when that ch church closed, she became a member of Glenville New Life Community Church. And then we merged, and she became a charter member of New Life in Calvary. So Jenny has been faithful in the church her entire life. She has served as an elder, a greeter, helped in the nursery, vacation, Bible school, and she is still willing to help wherever there is an area of need. I'm just always impressed. Jenny will call us in a heartbeat because she's read something in the newsletter or she'll be online and listening to us and she'll say, y'all need help with Wade Park School? Y'all need some hats, mittens, and gloves? And she, she makes sure we have it. So Jenny, we all say happy birthday to you. And we're going to try to sing for her. Well, not me. <laughs> That's really got a nice voice. Okay, Jenny's trying to get her camera on, but we're going to sing to her. Ready? Go. A happy birthday.
Maybe just call her on the phone and we'll put her on speaker, Pastor Antonio. Maybe that'll be easier. Yes. Yes. Hi, Jenny. We're trying. All this technology is so difficult. <laughs> yeah, turn turn off her sound so she doesn't get feedback on the Zoom. Okay, let's try again. Jenny? Of course, it's free, but 
the kids may need some spending money. We will do bag lunches, but they can have some spending money, parents. And I believe we're going to, is it 9 o'clock, Pastor Antonio? We're going to be here at 10 o'clock at the church, and then we'll wrap. 5 o'clock today, 10 o'clock tomorrow. We do say happy birthday to the rest of our birthday folks. we got Jenny Brown, Janae Smith, Ella Thomas' birthday, Juanita Thomas, and Kent Kelton are all celebrating birthdays this week. So happy birthday to you all. Let me just see. Don't forget to get your offering envelopes in the back back there. And somebody sent me a note. Where did it go? Oh. Two tickets, two tickets each for the cast game on Monday, January the 15th. So that's tomorrow, right, Sherry? And then on Wednesday, January the 17th, if you would like to attend the Cavs game at no cost here, two free tickets, praise God. See Sharon Thomas, and she's right there, and she can help you with those tickets. All right, did I get all the announcements, everybody? Yes. We do, again, welcome all of our guests, especially our first-time guests. We're glad to see you all, and we're going to rise for the benediction. Gracious and holy God, as we prepare to depart from this place, but never from your sight, Holy Spirit, we pray that you help us to be the better people that you created us to be. Help us to be more loving and kind and patient and peaceful and gentle. Help us to have more mercy, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to treat others, Lord, as we want to be treated. We thank you, Lord, for this week ahead and many more to come. And we give you the honor and glory to your name. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor.